Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Deal or No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sestradino back with our Challenge Exit interview after another week on the Challenge USA. Today we'll be talking to Monty from uh, last season's Big Brother and back with us to talk about it. It's Brian Cohen. Brian, how are you? Doing great. Excited to talk to Monty, another Big Brother player. Bites the dust, but... Curious to see what he has to say here. Okay. All right. We are going to have our exit interview with Monty. You could, of course, watch it on the YouTube channel. And Brian, we're down to once a week on the challenge now. Once a week. I know. I, I was really enjoying the, the fast-paced cadence of the two episodes uh, a week. But you know what? Back back to normal here. Okay. One, one so at a time. Check out Brian and Allie's recap of uh, this latest episode in our challenge podcast feed. Go to robhiswebsite.com slash challenge feed. I see that we have Monty on the line. Let's go ahead and patch him in. Hey, Monty. What's going on? This is Rob and Brian over at RHAP. Uh, Monty, I would love to hear about this grueling challenge that you and Tyler <laughs> went through three hours i mean i know they cut it down to just a couple of minutes but what was that like in the real time yeah it was it was terrible it was one of the most grueling things i've ever done um i mean every adjective that you can think of for hard that's what i would describe it as um it required a lot of patience a lot of persistence too um the cool part was Tyler and I are close. So we're literally talking to each other throughout the entire elimination, like just trying to encourage one another, like, don't give up, man. Come on. Like let's, and honestly, we just wanted one of us to finish at some point. We were just like, we want this to get over with. Um, But dude, I mean, we still got bruises on our hips from that damn harness. Like it, it was a lot going on. Um, I think Tyler will have an opportunity to probably talk a little bit more towards his strategy, but he figured out a way to kind of clear out the sand to make sure that the the, uh, the balls stayed in that pyramid shape. Whereas me, like I was adding sand thinking that that would help, but it was actually doing the exact opposite. So yeah, it was, it was tough, man, but he, he came out with the right strategy. You know, I'm curious in the, in the daily, we had the four different groups and they seem to have all different strategies about how they would go about maybe helping each other or not. Was there, was there anything either how, you know, you're talking about it back at the house or even watching it back. Was there any grouping of people that helped each other that was surprising to you when you see them kind of helping each other out to try to win? Was there anything surprising uh, during, during that daily? Yeah. I mean, watching back, I think, uh, well, 
the two surprising things were that uh, Sebastian didn't get any help from Tori, which I thought was hilarious. (laughs) I thought that that was so funny because poor Sebastian, you know, was head over heels for Tori since like day one. Um, But then the last group with Josh, Corey, uh, Desi and Chris, I think it was it was a really smart move, but pretty ballsy for Chris to help out a Josh who is, you know, a vet, big brother, kind of on the surface uh, opposed to him in the, in the game front. Uh, but for him to help him out and sort of assume that he would have his back in return, I think that was a, a good move socially. So um, but yeah, I mean, even even uh, bananas, you know, he had tried to give us a hint. And it was just literally the perfect thing to say to throw us off, but to also try to help us. So I thought that that was funny. And um, afterwards, when he explained, I was like, oh, my God, dude, like we were just unlucky with the word he told us. But do you think he was genuinely trying to be misleading or do you did you think do you does he think pause was like he was trying to actually just help you? No, no, he was trying to help because that was literally the word that he saw down there. Mm-hmm. And he just regurgitated, but he didn't he didn't think about probably how it would sound to us. Right. Like, pause. Okay, like pausing a movie, you know. So we're thinking of all different three or four letter words that you know have to deal with play or music mm-hmm. or whatever, you know. At this point in the game, were you more concerned with the survivor or with the vets? Uh, I think at this point, definitely Survivor. What we had started to realize was at the beginning, we were all on the same page, at least when it comes to the people I was aligned with around getting the the challenge vets out. And even folks within Survivor were on the same page. Where I think things started to crack was when um, the blue team decided to block us from winning the green team. Mm -hmm. And then the red team had that crazy deliberation you know, it's a complete screaming match with Josh, Chanel, and, and everybody in yep. there. And when I think people who could have had some of the survivor people's back didn't, and you know, even even um, Dusty, I think he he had an opportunity to save Lewis and didn't. A lot of that started to just shift up relationships, and now you got Desi in there nominated with Lewis, and now they have to make decisions that may not include us. And we can kind of tell, like, all right, they're not telling us as much information because they I don't think they trust us as much because now they've been targeted as a group. Um, and then we realize they never voted for each other. These seven people have never placed the ball on one another. Meanwhile, you got Big Brother voting for each other left and right since we walked into the damn house. So we knew that we were all over the place, but we saw how strong Survivor was. It's like, all right, that's seven people. If they're all aligned, they can just continue to put those seven balls on somebody afterwards and just run the game. So I think me and Tyler wanted to get ahead of that. Wes started to recognize it, but mostly because he had his qualms with Cassidy, you know? So yeah, that, that was the dynamic. You know, we've seen uh, like Michelle this week was highlighted, but also Fessel and Joss, the people that are like the intermediaries between like they were CBS, but they're also the challenge. How have they been focused by a lot of people in the house or are they actually doing a pretty good job at this point, kind of sneaking on in between these two sides and letting them take shots at each other? How do you feel like that sect of people have been kind of navigating so far? I think they've been navigating a great, honestly. I mean, I think that's probably the sweetest position to be in because you have so many reasons to be aligned with so many people in the house. I will say that, you know, it, it definitely put their game at risk because at times they would have to show their cards. Like, who are you actually going mm-hmm. to vote for? Who are you going to nominate? So at the beginning, I would say Josh made it very apparent that he had a lot more 
emotional attachment to the vets than he did to to us as Big Brother because he didn't know us, you know, and he had no idea whether we were slime balls or whether we could, you know, work together or whatever. Then eventually, as time moved on, he started seeing what we were seeing with Survivor. And then we got on the same page, like, dude, why are we targeting each other? This makes no sense, you know? So that that came a little bit later. Um, and then even with Michelle, you know, she caught those, what was it, three balls at the beginning when she went down? Mm-hmm. And um, after that, I don't think she ever received not one ball, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. up until this elimination. So they're clearly in the, the, the sweetest spot, you know, in the game. But I also think that they've done a great job of trying to play as many sides as they could without being too obvious on who they support. Monty, could you tell us a little bit more about what's going on at the house? Are there any things that are happening in the house in the game that we haven't seen on the show that would be interesting? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, well, I'll say this. I dislocated my shoulder um, after the work in the polls challenge. Okay. So that happened. Um I got an x-ray the day after they said it was in, it was in place, but it definitely affected my swimming afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like, thank God there were no hanging challenges where I literally have to like hold on for dear life or something. So I was, I was lucky on that front. Uh, me, bananas and Tori after the, uh, the competition where we're swinging from the semi trucks, yes. they blocked us. Yeah. That was a lot more intense than I think you guys realize. Because first of all, I didn't care about the disc at, at some point. Once I realized I, I'm not getting past this dude, I just rammed into bananas at least a good four or five times. And one, to like make him regret doing it. Two, to also make a point, my shoulder's fine. So I'm, I'm going to ram into you with my right shoulder so you can feel that. And then um, after that, like it was at least 10 minutes of us just screaming back and forth at each other. And it was uh, it was all like not personal stuff, very competitive, like mm-hmm. this fiery stuff. But then after that, you know, we had our conversations, kind of had like a peace treaty between the three of us. And and that was that. But other than that, I mean, um, you know, the, these folks, they are what you see on TV is what what you get in person. Man. They are uh, they are characters, man, but so fun to be around, too. I don't know if you'd be keeping up much with the current Big Brother season, but is there anyone you're eyeing that you're hoping maybe challenge you would say three, they're on it with you that you want to work with, you know, play the game with? Is there anyone you're hoping to maybe they make the leap to the challenge alongside with you? Well, I mean, Matt, I hear is a good swimmer. So, uh, I mean, and not a good swimmer, like a great swimmer. Mm-hmm. So if uh, if Matt gets the opportunity to go on the next season, I definitely want to make sure I'm aligned with him. Dude's in good shape. Also seems like a very personable guy. Isn't somebody who's going to, you know, have a lot of reasons why people don't like them. Uh, so I think that Matt will probably be at the forefront for me. Um, everybody else, I'm, I'm kind of indifferent towards, you know, I, I haven't really, you know, Big Brother doesn't get, give you a chance to show uh, physical prowess all that mm-hmm. much. Like, I remember when I was in the house, everybody kept saying, oh, Monty's a big threat. I was like, dude, I don't know what the hell I've done, but none of these competitions right. show that I'm a big threat. Like, mm-hmm. I'm over here slipping on these little platforms and stuff and these little carnival games. So I don't I don't really see it as a, a place where you show your physicality, but knowing that Matt has that background, I think I'd want to I'd work with him. Okay. All right, well, Monty, thank you so much for coming on and making some time to talk about the challenge and uh, all the best outside the show, okay? I appreciate all it, guys. Right. Thanks all for right, having me. Take care, Monty. Take care. All right, Brian, there you have it. There was Monty. Much shorter than that final elimination. 
Yeah, I mean, otherwise we would be here all day. But is uh, that the you know, longest fun. that they've ever had in the challenge? Like, how many hours have some of these things gone on for? It's a good question. I, I think they've they've had some eliminations go really, really far in the final and stuff. They have stuff go overnight, but this must be one of the longest eliminations ever. I feel like it would be very boring to be standing there watching. I understand why Desi was like fake interviewing Wes. I know. I kept waiting for them to change the rules or something, but you know what? They, Tyler finally got it done. So. Yeah. Like, I feel like that the production must be like, all right, don't, stop. Don't go to sleep. People stand up, like look interested. So, so they've re- released the flies and stuff. Made mm-hmm. it really cold. Mm-hmm. Pressure cooker style. Yeah. That's fun. All right, Brian. All right. Great job on the exit interview. Be sure to check out Allie and Brian with another recap. And of course, uh, we'll be back with another exit interview next week. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.